Welcome to the Home Staging Association podcast with Paloma Harrington. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to another episode of the Home Staging Association podcast with yours truly, Paloma Harrington, the founder of the HSA. In today's episode, we've got a very special guest. I obviously think that all of our guests are always very, very special, but today's guest holds a special place in my heart, and she is also an inspiration, a good friend, and an amazing interior designer and home stager who happens to be based in Ireland. She does a lot of things internationally, including the UK, not only Ireland. She's been all over the States as well. And she has a lot to share with us today about show apartments, show homes, interior design, the creative process, home staging in Ireland, and so much more. I'm talking about Natasha Rocker Divine of the Interiors NRD. So this episode is a recording of the Instagram live that Natasha and I did when we launched the home staging magazine issue number two. Natasha was kind enough to collaborate with the magazine and she featured a project that she did, a show apartment that she's worked on uh, in Ireland. And we are going to talk about exactly that. Show apartments, show homes, the design process and everything in between. So if you want to not only listen to it, but also watch it, do head over to our Instagram account, which is Home Staging Association. And yeah, you can also see how gorgeous Natasha is. So without further ado, ladies and gents, here it's Natasha Rocket Divine of The Interiors and RD. Hi, oh, Hi. how are you? Sorry gorgeous as always you never disappoint <laughs> I, I think it was just so popular i couldn't get in <laughs> i wasn't at the top of the waiting list <laughs> oh, i'm glad you made it how are you lovely you're right yeah i'm great thank you thank you for having me it's always oh. a pleasure to speak with you always a pleasure to speak with you too sadly not in person this time but hopefully soon we can catch up again Definitely. So uh, are you in Dublin at the moment? I am in Dublin. Um, we did a little bit of a holiday um, on a cruise and things like that. Um, but yeah, back in Ireland now. So. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. Where, where did you go on the cruise? We went around the Caribbean. We went to five <gasps> islands. Yeah, it was oh, amazing. Oh my goodness. Really what yeah. was the weather like? It must have been amazing. It was amazing. And we went to um, some islands that had so, um, recovered from Hurricane um, like Maria years ago. Yes, and stuff. So yeah. it was really interesting as much as it was beautiful. It was like really interesting culture and yeah. we went to um like a rum factory and different things so yeah it was and the architecture Ooh. was really interesting you know to see the different styles over there so yeah, yeah no i think i think especially for us interiors and property professionals uh we we do love to see that side of things as well. obviously the whole cultural and food and yeah people exactly is super exciting, but we, yeah. yeah but we can't help but notice what what they do architecturally speaking or, or seeing the, the interiors of the, the cruise ship or hotels. It, it's yeah. always exciting, isn't it? And it's always very inspiring as well. Yeah, I feel very inspired coming back. So yeah, oh, thank you good. for having me. Yeah, brilliant. Thank I you have... so much for joining. So yeah, uh, for those of you that don't know, this is the lovely Natasha Rocker Divine. And she is uh, in the cover of the Homestage magazine as well with uh, one of her very, well, I think two actually, right, Natasha, uh, projects uh, that she's done for 
developers show apartments yeah. as such. So, oh, so exciting. So yeah, those of you that still don't have the magazine, by all means, do and get it. You can find it on the link in our bio. But before, before we jump in and talk about show apartments and interior design and islands and maybe holiday tips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything um, you want. <laughs> anything, yeah, we can yeah. cover everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, uh, Natasha, uh, I obviously know you very well and people at the HSA do know about you because you're always featuring you and your work and everyone in Ireland seems to know who you are as well. You're such a reference in what you do. Uh, but maybe those are, that might be watching later or might join in afterwards, uh, they might not know that much about you. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about you, what you do, and, and our Dean interiors, anything we'd like to share. So maybe let's start from there and then we can, can see how we go. <laughs> Yeah, just I'll keep it as short as I can. Um, long story short, I've always been very creative. I'm Irish, Italian, and my family were tilers. They imported tiles, so they had rocket tiles. So in Ireland, that name will be quite well known in the, in the industry um, of interiors. Um, and I always loved writing and designing and kind of wavered between the two. So I studied journalism, a master's, and then I came to London and went to KLC in Chelsea Design Harbour and studied interior design and architecture. Um, and then over the years, um, did projects in London, Dublin, Milan, Boston. Um, and then I got a visa to America. So I went and worked in LA um, and I taught myself real estate. So I got a license and, and I, that's where I fell in love with staging, um, which is like, well, I don't want to say the heart of it, but staging um, is huge in LA, you know, um, images, everything. So I worked with some of the best staging companies in the world over there while I was helping sell properties. Um, and then eventually I decided um, now or never and came back to Ireland um, and London to set up my own staging consultancy. Um, and I specialize in staging to sell and staging to rent. Um, my favorite projects are show homes because, you know, as you know yourself, it's so exciting. It's a blank canvas. Yeah. It's yeah. really exciting. It's like doing, uh, for people who don't know, um, it's like doing kind of um, fashion week versus doing, you know, a private client. That's how I would <laughs> That's compare That's a great comparison. Yeah, oh so, God, um, you know, private great. clients are fun to style, but doing fashion week is the best. So that's how I would say the no, comparison. fantastic, yeah. Yeah, and then over the years, I've worked between Dublin and London, um, and my partner worked has been working in London so I've been in London a lot um, and I had a baby girl who's one on Friday um, so yeah that's one already oh I know God, I know Freya um, oh. yeah so just trying to navigate that um, and at the moment I've oh during my maternity leave I wrote a book um, a kind of a design consultancy book which does interior design as well um, which I'll hopefully Never release stops. in the next Never year stops. so yeah, so that's it really. And and as like a mom and as everyone who's watching, I'm sure knows, um, we've gone through pandemics and when you're creative, you have to like, Paloma is incredible and she's so diverse and, you know, you just like can just snap and just, you know, multitask and do so many different things. But, you know, it is challenging now that, you know, the industry's changed a lot in Ireland, not everyone's staging as much. So you have to diversify in everything you do. Um, I've done more consultancy since the pandemic and, you know, it's just naturally going to evolve. So that's why the book yeah. for me was just something I could do in the interim. But, you know, I think if you can continue in your practice and, and have a business, brilliant. But I think in anything creative, it's always evolving, which is exciting. Um, but also you have to be resilient and push through. So, yeah, it's been it's been up and down. But I think the same for everyone, you know, yeah. in the last few yeah. years. But that, that's really impressive. Uh, I do want to talk about the book a little bit more, but just um, just a quick yeah, question no, no, before no, I forget. No 
uh, what is the book about? Is it going through design? Is it um, staging? Is being a model? Yeah, it's, doing it's just a guide. Book? Yeah, so to answer your question, it's just a guide to help you. I, I think I, I, I love life coaching and I love, um, which, you know, I feel like you're brilliant at naturally. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I like to, um, to guide as a designer and a staging specialist. I like, I'm very artistic. So I like to, to bring out the designer in everyone and that's what it's about to bring out their own design you know your own designer in you um yeah whether it's um staging your property for rental or for styling it for you know a, a mansion you know f to make lots of money or if you're trying to do interior design projects and i think when you can see on instagram particularly during the pandemic people are so talented i'm learning mm -hmm. so much from people um and i think we can all learn from each other so it takes that kind of um competitive edge away and it's like we rise by lifting others is one of my favorite yeah. so i think if we can all help each other i have maybe more specialist skills and practical skills i've made a lot of mistakes um you know financially and practically so i want to help people avoid that um so it's, it's really a guide like a journal um to help people in design and staging and kind of styling as well I can't wait to read this. So when is it going to be out this year? Um, so. Yeah, it's in the talks of publishers at the moment. So hopefully in the next year. But, you know, um, the pr and if not, I'll just self-publish, you know, um, either yeah, way, I'm yeah. going to have it out. Yeah, because it, I know you just yeah. get things done. That yeah, I don't want, like to so wait around too long. <laughs> <laughs> I know very well. Talking about waiting around too long, I think that's a perfect hook for my next question, actually. Um, staging in Ireland is obviously not as popular as it is in the UK or let alone if you were to compare with LA and the things you must have seen yeah, in so LA I when you were working there I mean you can't even compare I think it's completely two different things entirely um, but maybe you can enlighten us about what is the staging market like in Ireland at the moment because I think you are one of the pioneers in, in doing this but you kind of you started off uh, with interior design and then you decided to add staging to your offering. Was yeah. it the other way around? Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, I think I always loved interior design, but I um I wanted to always have a small practice. You know, everyone has different visions, and because I'm so creative. I like to have um, a say in what I do and, you know, hiring. So I'm so impressed by big companies. And, you know, of course, you'd love that, you know, to have more of, a, you know, a big team and you get more flexibility in your time off and everything. But um, I've always wanted to keep my company smaller. So mine evolved from consulting um, into um, design. So I actually went the other way. Mine went from mm. staging and then people would see my show homes and hire me for interior design. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, even in my even in my um, my masters in KLC, I always like won the awards for creative, um, but never. Oh, really? Yeah, I was wasn't the best, at, you know the the other side of it. So that's <laughs> you know everyone has different strengths, and that's another thing yeah. is to know your strength. Um, yeah. in Ireland, I would say it there is a strong market. Um, I think in just but it's primarily with real estate, you know, with agents. Mm. Um, we call them estate agents here. So I think there's a market there, and then there's always show homes. So there's different levels, you know. There's student flats, and then there's you know obviously huge show homes but Irish people are um they're very strong-willed and um mm -hmm. I think you know I've been so impressed with people you know even fashion stylists you know getting them into their own DIY and things like that over the pandemic and everyone has become so creative yeah. so yeah. I think a lot of people are doing styling and um that kind of thing themselves it's becoming very trendy here um there's definitely a market for it. Um, the last year or two, I've been quite busy. Um, I've yeah. launched candles and had a baby and things like that. But I do think now I'm kind of moving back into the industry. I work 
direct one-on-one -on -one with estate agents but there's definitely mm -hmm. a market here and um, nothing to the scale of LA I mean I was selling yeah. oh, God, 15 yeah. 20 million dollar homes over there um and obviously norm you know smaller homes as well you know yeah. for like a million or yeah or but less. staging staging is the norm you don't necessarily have to explain it to people especially no, agents or as they say over there the realtors you don't have to tell them what it is or try to persuade them that they should be doing that whereas i think ireland very similar to the uk there are some people that to, yeah. still don't really know and you still need to well but if you do stage you're going to be preparing for the market you're going to increase your chances of selling faster at a higher price etc so is that the case in ireland as well do yeah it's to, very similar yeah. yeah and i think i did a tv show a few years back um for rt find me a home it's just it'll be the equivalent of bbc yeah. um here um and i think my property went up 11 percent, and i had like i got the project a few days before and i had like three or four days to do the project um and i think it just showed people you know the, like the reality the business the business model for that and i think it was always there within the estate agents but it showed the public and there's been more shows and you know things online since so i think people do understand it now and definitely um it's become a huge market but i i do always think you have to convince it's not just there whereas when i was an estate agent and I worked with staging companies myself, there was a budget always, you know, especially yeah. for larger homes, there was always a budget. So you would have like your estate agent budget and then you would have your staging budget. It was a no brainer, yeah. it was always yeah. there. Whereas here, um, yeah, you have to pitch yourself. And, and I think you have to have a profile, like um, it's the same as the UK, I think you have to have a brand name or an association with, with you know, or contacts. It's very much mm -hmm. contact based here. Um, yeah. Whereas in LA, if you were just, put yourself into a retainer or you would you know you could just get chosen and then you just it spirals there's always yeah. a market there so it is tricky in that way and I do think from the pandemic obviously because we had a virus people we couldn't stage property so I did a few fit outs you weren't allowed to leave yeah. accessories so yeah. I think people have realized actually you can do less so that's mm. a negative you know um but yeah. I think there's always going to be if I think like anything if you want something you'll make it happen you just have to be a bit more pushy or a bit more like networking in a different way because there's not as many events yeah. um but there's definitely a market you know there's always yeah. going to be if you want it yeah yeah I think well it, it's almost unfair obviously to compare UK Ireland to to the states as they've, yeah. they've been doing this for 50 years and for us it's a yeah. lot more recent than that but yeah. it's good to see that we are all all professionals uh, that do staging are working towards uh, educating industry partners and potential clients and just yeah, the public absolutely. in general about what it is because that's part of the process and hopefully uh, 10 years from now it'll be in a, in a much different uh, position I think yeah. we're, already in, we're already in a different in a better position than we were say two years ago with more people knowing uh, uh, what, what staging is but yeah it's it's a process isn't it but you, you've got quite a quite a good relationship with lots of developers and say agents so you you do have your your staging pipeline and such don't you yeah i do yeah i'm blessed in that way and i think yeah. um i also am blessed to work with brands like usk and harvey norman um yeah. and michael murphy they're irish brands and then yeah uh, you know i work with loads of um ariana b like small boutiques and you know i always try yeah. to incorporate sustainable design and irish design naturally yeah. Um, just to support local because I'm small and local, yeah. you know, as well. Yeah, and yeah. It's something really important for me. But yeah, I think that's really important is to have have the connections to brands and the connection to um, developers and things like that. And also just to know your limits. Like I, when I started off, I had about 12 people working for me. Yeah. Um, I had staff. I had like five oh, warehouses wow. of furniture. Yeah. And I like I, 
I can upscale really fast and downscale yes. and things like that. And I now I work with specialists, you know, for insurance mm. reasons versus having a big team who work for mm -hmm. me every day. Um, and I have assistants and people who work freelance and part time. And you know, okay. I have a lot of people always offering to work, but I just I realize I, I take the responsibility of someone, you know, for insurance mm -hmm. and different and training. I think there's a lot of things you learn on the way, and it's just to yeah. know what who what kind of market you want to be, what size, yeah, yeah. how much money you make, how much time do you want to have for your yeah. family you know all of these different things are really important in any creative business um yeah yeah which i think you know that's i think really important when you start out and everyone makes some mistakes i'm sure yeah whatever area that is um but yeah i think i'm learning what i want and i think you know i prefer small and yeah. boutique and you know kind of one-on-one yeah smaller and teams that's the that thing. Uh, so, so many people think that being successful is being massive and growing and scaling but not everyone wants that not that that doesn't mean success for everyone so i think it's about finding what works for you what makes you fulfilled and and then obviously apply the business model and the the, the right business plan for you to achieve that yeah so you've exactly. been, you've been, that's a really you've been both point. ends right and you've decided yeah i actually don't want something massive for me it's best to to work this way and and, and so be it and it's great and you you're smashing it yeah and i well thank you so much as are you um but i yeah i think and i also have diversified and did candles and i'm writing a book and things like that or i've written a book but everyone yeah. has their own different journey you know and i think that's it's just really like as no job is perfect and everything requires hard work and networking yeah. and yourself but i think you have to get to a point where you are like you know at a certain point a few years in that you're happy with the style yeah. of your business um and you're making enough money to live and things like that so all of that's really important and i think you know that's success to me and i think that's a something you learn as you get older not that i'm older and think but yeah. you know you do learn that when you're younger you kind of love yeah. the you yeah. know the excitement of anything and you know just being involved with things is good enough on its own but now i have to think yeah. of my family I, i'm a mother now and you know different yeah. things Oh, so yeah. yeah just practical stuff as well um but it's all about balance and i think yeah you understand that a hundred percent and i think yeah as you say as, as you get a little bit older i think your your energy levels drop and your focus and your direction need to increase basically so you need to really know where you're going and uh, make sure that all your efforts are, are really focused on on what you really want and what really makes you happy and, and resonates with what you're going for so yeah makes complete sense um natasha uh because you do have these two sides of your business, obviously the staging side and, the, and now the interior design side is quite strong as well via those clients that really like your, your show apartments. I bet you must have come across several clients that didn't really know the difference between interior design and staging. They thought it was all one thing and sometimes asking you for one thing but actually meaning the other thing. Have you ever had anything like that? Do you have to, do yes, always have to explain it to them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or a lot of the time what happens is, yeah, um, that's a really good example of, um, of kind of challenges you come up against. And it seems very straightforward. So they would see your show home and they'd say, oh, I would like, you know, this and this, the flooring or the painting. And then you would be taken on and they would add 20 things onto it and yeah. expect kind of the budget to be small and the, like the reality to be, you know, done really fast. And like um, not understanding that there's a lot of people involved, even if you have your own team for everything, you know, you you might be involved in other projects as well. So um, I think, yeah, you have to be really careful. And that's something I've taken on is to yeah. find questionnaires and make sure you have legal documents. And as I said, I hire specialists versus my own painters and things. It depends the size and scale of the project. 
project but yeah. you know if you have a painting company that you work with who are my team um they have their own insurance yeah and if you know naturally things you know there's always mistakes made or someone's not happy they you know they have to come back and fix that or snag things so i do think it's really important to be so specific at the beginning and yeah. i think that's a confidence thing i don't know if you agree but when you start out you're like yeah yeah no problem and i'm yeah, like do it. you know yeah. i get everything done and you do and then you know you think you're making a great salary on the project but by the end you've paid out a lot because or your time was just completely burnt out and you've missed out that's another thing to consider the missing out on something else yeah, yeah. Um, and that's another decision to make do I want to take on this client for six months versus doing two or three smaller staging projects you know and that's a personality decision mm -hmm. or a business decision so all of these things are really important to consider and I think just having honest conversations and I think templates and questionnaires and things for clients is really important yeah. just, it sounds so simple but you just get excited especially if you get on with the client or it's an incredible opportunity yeah. I'm sure you've been there um but yeah I just feel like you know all of these things are just lessons learned as you go I, I'm sure yeah. you would agree you know just to yeah and planning questions forms are great I great it's a great idea great tools for you to to filter things through for you to be very specific without being annoying and having to you know personally yes. ask lots of questions uh and it also brings attention even to the client themselves that there are certain things that you are going to be uh, uh taking into account and that is one type of project that, that other thing is another type of project and everything has a different scope a different cost so it, it really uh helps you to understand the project but also opens the door for you to have those conversations about actually no that is not included so yeah uh, i think it's yeah. so important and it's something i think anyone who's in the creative and anyone in any company i suppose but particularly creative is to set that boundary and that clear line those clear lines at the beginning um of what it is you offer what you get for that and it can seem very um i can i understand what you're saying and i yeah. it's i find very difficult um is to put in specifics of how many hours or expectation of yeah. time different things um that you know have are really really important because you literally can get yourself into a lawsuit see i've worked in la so i think having worked in america like i could i come in with like edgy i'm like you know everything can become i don't want to be sued but i'm like unfortunately you like no matter what um i think that's like as you said even on a visual point of view um you know some people think they want someone to help but then they actually have their own vision and they can be disappointed visually so i mm -hmm. think um like if they you know if they have an idea or else it can be too dramatic for them so all of these things down to like what color schemes um the timeline yeah. budgets the expectation of like do you want you know everything painted or do you just want things like yeah. like it sounds so simple but i think questionnaires should be important and then just having legal documents or having a business manager or a lawyer look over things it's just i think really important it sounds so serious yeah. but i think it's really really important because things you know like you can't you can't especially with your own team you can't rely on people people make mistakes and then if something goes wrong it's all on your name so it's really mm -hmm. important to have a foundation in place um for mistakes or for issues or you know if there's a complaint or things like that as well because yeah. we're all different your version of like excellence might be different to mine mm -hmm. and yeah. you know so all of these things i think are really important to to kind of um clear at the beginning but at the end of the day i you you have to do it in a very flowery 
fun kind of um like kind yeah. of exciting way that's like in you know in a lovely brochure or you know yeah. in a kind of snazzy way that it's not like sending someone 50 pages of like documentary <laughs> no one really wants that it's yeah, not that you can't it can't come across as aggressive or pessimistic or anything like that it has to be light and as you say like friendly and informative and uh, very professional but yeah you're right you need yeah. to really hope, hope for the best and prepare for the worst <laughs> Uh, well, I think I lost you first. I know you're back. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that as business owners, we, we obviously do have to think regardless of what business it is. But uh, I think with stage and interior design, it's uh, very important because we're dealing with so many different people when it comes to one project that we really need to, to be mindful of those little things. Um, Natasha, another question I've got for you about show apartments. Uh, I, just, I just love talking about show apartments with you because you all the projects that I've seen that you've you've done are just so so unique and and so I, I love the, the the analogy that you made with uh, the fashion shows and I think now that now that you've said it I can't unsee it your huh. your show apartments are, are all uh, uh, fashion shows that's what they are um, what do you think uh, you could say is your approach to designing uh, this uh, the, the show apartments do you think uh, you can be more, you know, uh, bold with uh, colors and the choice of accessories that you go for, or maybe you should actually be going more neutral to tap onto a higher uh, number of potential buyers. Is it a mix of both? What What is your approach for show apartments? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. I think it's it's a bit like styling, you know, because I think people understand clothes more, you know, when you say it's like, you know, when you're going into a shop and there's something really brave um, and or there's something completely out there that you're like, I don't know if I could wear this to a say <laughs> wedding or and then there's something brave and then there's something classic. You're always going to do well with classic. It's always going to yeah. be liked by probably everyone. The The middle ground is a bit more kind of fun and then there's the brave and I think I've mixed it up between the three in my mm. styles and I don't know maybe it's just a gut instinct you know um when I go into the places um and I know the developer or I know the style and the budget and and sometimes I look back and I'm like how was I brave but you know to, brave enough to do that and mm. then other times um like my last one in Foxborough by Hollybrook um was quite neutral and safe um it was it was like a pretty much not last minute but it was booked and they finished early um so I went in and did that really fast and it's in Port Leash which is outside Dublin say the equivalent of Brighton or you know something yeah. like that yeah. so it's more low-key I know Brighton's not low-key but it's more low-key it's more family friendly for people commuting yeah. to Dublin so you know the market so there's no point in going into mm -hmm. I did another one last year or a few years ago maybe three years now and there and I mixed it up I made it kind of the wallpaper really exciting and I mixed it up so I did push the limits on my last one there but this one yeah. I decided to keep more class because the brief was home office you know people commuting and people working and living from home so there's no mm -hmm. point to go too crazy because people aren't going to relax you know yeah. in this family home if you're you know if it's all like really crazy wallpapers or too dark or too bright um whereas in, in past ones I did an art deco Gatsby project and yeah. it was like kind of in Malahide it was like for people downsizing it's near the airport mm. it was for people who travel a lot you yeah. know the brief was kind of a bit open so I pushed the limit um, yeah. and I made the rooms dark and sultry like kind of a cigar room and they're really small but it just went yeah. wow you know um, yeah. even the closet when you walked in I, I wallpapered it so you know when you go to a bar in London and they have yeah, like yeah. 
closet like all wallpaper yeah. or font. so like that for me was just perfect and I think it's a good instinct and sometimes you're going to get it wrong I think but the thing with show homes is as a designer I think you you have the flexibility or the trust which I love to push your you know they trust in what you're going to do and all of my projects have sold out the you know the bundle of apartments or houses they've always done well mm. or for private clients always made minimum 10 percent. so i've yeah. been fortunate that it's it's worked um yeah but i think that's my one of my strengths personally i'm very creative and i'm intuitive on that mm. um but as i said sometimes people just don't like it and that's part of anything creative you know and people yeah say, wow this is you know when it's really brave you know people are going to love it or hate it but that's normal like that's like lady gaga do you know what i mean like <laughs> like if you lady gaga the apartments you know you're going to like her yeah. old style particularly um she's gone more classic you know it's gonna be loved or hated but people yeah. are gonna remember it versus you know something more classic so that's really i suppose like a personal choice as yeah. a designer i do think like if you want a consistent business safe is gonna sell you know unfortunately or fortunately whatever way you look at it um and it just it it just depends on what way you want to go what direction as a designer or a stylist yeah and I think um you mentioned something really really important there and again another amazing analogy uh Lady Gaga you might hate her you might like her but you always remember her you always like pay attention to whatever she's doing she'll always like catch your attention and I think that should be the case with show apartments as well uh, yeah that could be the case obviously that some people will not like the design you're obviously preparing it and, and thinking of the project so it appeals to the highest number of potential buyers possible but there will be a handful of them that might not really you know have chosen that specific color or that specific piece of furniture but they will remember the apartment, the house that they've seen. And usually when people are looking to buy, they book several viewings in the same day. And by the end of the day, you don't even know which one was which and everything becomes yeah, a yeah, blur. Yeah, 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 they're tired. But, and, yeah. yeah, but if you do remember the one Gatsby-themed uh, apartment with a funky closet, I mean, that's the one you will not forget. So uh, at the end of the day, mission accomplished, right? Because you, you made yeah, that Yeah, as a designer, people, absolutely. Yeah. And there's a braveness in that. And I look back, and I'm like, oh my God, you know, like, you know, was I brave to do that and stuff like that? But everyone walks in and it's so funny because you know when people walk in, like, and sometimes it's something as simple as like I, in the RT home, I put in like a mustard chair and it was like yeah. just, I think it was Ikea and it was just out and it was like so brave at that time, you know, yeah. for that, for that apartment. <laughs> it was so yeah. brave and everyone, like, I can't believe you did that or you know I'll put a bar kit in or something and just be edgy instead of having yeah. like a family room everyone's like oh she made it a bit slick you know things like that so it really just depends on I think it's just it's intuitive it's like dressing you know you go yeah. in and you know something is going to be too much but like if you want to <laughs> go for it go for it but you know and it's 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 the same feeling it's that feeling when you're going to a party or a wedding or an event and you just know if you feel nervous excited then you know it's too much it's that kind of feeling you know you're like okay i need to you know yeah, tone it down, tone it down or, a little bit yeah it's just all of it's the same for me that's the same feeling you know because people can relate to clothes and i think design and design fashion and interiors are inextricably yeah, linked you know your style 
is very much you know considered and I feel like that with my fashion sometimes I'm brave I love colors now you know over the last few years more so I push that into my projects but everyone yeah. I think it's just all back to the beginning is you have to be true to you as yeah. a designer there's no point in doing this and then being sheepish when someone comes into view because you have to stand by it there's mm -hmm. nothing worse than someone coming in you know for the review on the last day and you're nervous to show someone yeah. your work yeah. um you know that's not com you have to be really confident you know yeah. you have to walk around and show the client and be really proud of what you're doing otherwise yeah. you know that's just, there's nothing worse no you need to own it right if you're going to do it do it but then own it because otherwise what, what was the point of doing it um yeah. do, do you do a, a vacant apartments as well not say like show apartments do you do like a secondary market apartment yeah as well? yeah you, you have to do that as well and yeah, I've done that. what do you think is the difference when, when coming up with a project, when, when it comes to actual uh, dressing a show apartment and dressing a, a vacant home that's not necessarily a new build? Do you, do you see any difference in the, the design and the creative process as such? I feel like in one of them you have to create something and one you have to uncreate or like, you know, completely take away. You know, you have to literally like, like, dismantle a theme mm -hmm. you know which is really mm -hmm. hard because a lot of the time you know you you want to leave some of the furniture and so a lot of the time it's clearing um and then kind of like trying to neutralize a theme versus actually i think sometimes it's just too late or it's too too hard yeah. to yeah. create a new theme from scratch because otherwise you have to take all the furniture out which is sometimes possible but sometimes people just want to mix and match so a lot of the time i would just clear clear yeah. clean and then try to neutralize it and if you can like respray the kitchen or like paint a room and make it like brave or add wallpaper but a lot of the time it's the opposite you have to nearly yeah. like dismantle the theme and make it like and that's where i think neutral th themes stand out or if you're fortunate enough that you can bring kind of something to life with it great but it, there's nothing worse than trying to make something you know mismatched mm, no, I, no, just, yeah. I just think keep it simple in that case so in a yeah. way your team's already decided in that yeah um whereas um you can mix you know you could change a, a hallway color and like you know i always try to add something in but naturally you're you have to keep it simple yeah. and straightforward yeah. there whereas in the show home you know all bets are off you can do whatever you feel you know yeah. whichever level you want to go to it's called um, the limit <laughs> <laughs> and that's scary it's risky it's you know it's, you're oh. like will I gag at this will I do it <laughs> I would love to see you coming up with with a, the concept to a show apartment show home one day so yeah whenever whenever you start working on one I'll, I'll come down to Dublin I'll, you, you show yeah well, it, it I'll, must I'll be it must be super fun just just oh yeah know, how your your wheels spin and <laughs> how you work it must be really impressive because you, you are indeed highly creative um Natasha, so you've got the, uh, the the project that we feature in the magazine, actually one of them, I think you mentioned uh, in the beginning, is, is the Foxborough one? Yes, Foxborough. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, yeah, tell me more about it. Is, is, is it a recent one and uh, is it still there? Uh, do you have any, any information on how well received it was and the design process? Tell me everything you, 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 you want to share. Yeah, um, as I said, it was because we were in and out of lockdowns. Ireland was a lot longer yeah. than the UK. Um, it was I got the brief kind of a few weeks before. It was quite a short 
um, window to get, you know, a yeah. lot of beds, you know, you know yourself, the deliveries and things. And outside Dublin's always a little bit trickier. But yeah, I'm, my contacts were incredible and Harvey Norman and Yusk and, you know, different brands were really brilliant. Um, so yeah, everything went well. It was sold immediately. And then the whole bundle of houses was sold. And I actually think the next phase is sold as well. Or oh in, you know, mid-selling. Yeah, so it did really well. Um, and then I'm going to do um, another um, show home for the, the next phase, which is getting built um, in November. So that will be more, and I'm allowed to kind of add wallpaper. I'm allowed to go a bit crazier on this one. So um, I'm excited when, for when, that. when they don't actually say that you're allowed to go crazy, you already go a little bit. So now that the brief was actually go crazy. <laughs> I know. I I'm like, I'm so, yeah, I just, I love wallpaper. I think wallpaper is my favorite thing ever. You know, I just think it can just completely transform and paint, obviously, it can transform a space yeah. so easily. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to, I, we have to maybe use some of the similar furniture because people like the classic mm. style. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to add some more to that. So yeah, it was really great. I think I just kept to my kind of standard, um, like, um, suppliers and you know everyone was brilliant and had teams bring everything from Dublin or yeah. locally I as I said I like to support local and I work with some local I went in I always and um, when I'm on site um it's some just maybe a tip of mine that when you, you always leave a little bit of the budget at the end so I went into some local suppliers and bought some things at the end so oh you know it's, it's fresh yeah just to make sure that you support them yeah. so um just some like a table or a rug or like some art you know different things like that which you know the local people love that and yeah. it's just something really important to me um and obviously sustainable design and things like that so yeah it went really well um hollybrook are really efficient and brilliant yeah. team to work with um developers and their teams that their ex you know contractors and things like that are brilliant so yeah it went i think i designed it in like three days or something oh, really oh, yeah wow. it went really fast and um, but it was really well you know organized and things like that so and that's another thing you know you just become so much faster as you oh, go yeah. you, know, you think 100%. back i used to stay you know till 10 at night or you know i'd be like polishing things and obviously cleaners would come in and you've amazed yeah. people but you're just so like hard you letting the rope go and the control for other yeah. people to do it um, and now i just trust in people and obviously you have to inspect it and be clever um but generally speaking um you know it's really important i think your energy is really important and your time yeah um and this is an hour and a half outside dublin as well so mm. to you know to be mindful of that um that you have to trust other people you have yeah. to let them go and you trust your teams and trust the people mm -hmm. who do things right um but you know they're intense days um you know or weeks or whatever way people work on site people sometimes do it over a few weeks um but the brief was quite tight um so yeah it went really well and you know you can see people um i think i've actually been nominated for a few awards i just yeah. i've been so busy with things like yeah so because of it and it, it is very classic so i remember yeah. you asked me earlier about classic like classic it does sell and people yeah. do love it you know it's very relatable you know for yeah. everybody so um yeah i i've got a lot of great feedback from it and obviously yeah, it's, thank it's you about knowing the profile oh 100 percent. And, and if anyone is curious to actually see the project you can always look into uh, Natasha's social media but also the HSA magazine there's loads of pictures there and the description of the project as well because well now you know all about it but it's all in the magazine so definitely worth having a look uh, but yeah I think uh, uh, the classic side of things it, as we were saying it works if that's the the, the target market so you can yeah. If you rely on, on your research and, and um, uh, the state agents as well, uh, advice when it comes to who you're staging that property for, who you're preparing yeah, exactly. that for, then you can't really go wrong. And then obviously uh, you, you go creative uh, within 
those yeah. boundaries because creativity shouldn't have boundaries but uh, within that brief let's put it that way <laughs> yeah exactly and this one was primarily a family home that people can work and study from so that like yeah. there had to be lots of desks and things and that makes things yeah. Um, in terms of space and things um, but yeah I think you just have to like as you said like stick to the brief and then you can go outside the realms yeah. once you do that yeah and Natasha what's next what's next for Natasha what's next for energy interiors mm. I know book candles but what else um, I think yeah I think after lockdown obviously as you know um, everything shut down so we all have to think outside the box um, so I think I want to um, get more into consultancy and kind of style coaching I think I'd like to do that like work with people on how to um, I like to work one-on-one -on -one or in smaller groups Um I do need to do workshops I think you, you yeah. know you're well you do things like that that would be the goal yeah. but obviously yeah. things are like, you know a little bit slower here that yeah. would be my goal to just host workshops and um, it's very LA you know Ooh. to come and like everyone stand up and hug and you know that's very <laughs> LA <laughs> I don't have Ireland's ready oh, for that yet but I can, I can totally drinks involved. see I can totally see it you would be so great at it so please please yeah. do it and, and keep me posted because I want to go um, yeah exactly so, and I'm, I'm doing a TV show as well my friend Declan Cassidy oh, yeah? Um, yeah he's he's hosting a show and I'm gonna do um be, be involved in one episode of that it's just kind of in the pipeline at the moment so just like and maybe radio and like move more into media because everything closed or so shut yeah. down in Ireland but yeah just to keep moving forward and I think for me there's always kind of a coaching others element and that's something I'm really interested in and I know their designers are the opposite they want to just keep it to their own brand and their own style I'm a bit like I want to um, always bring out the best in other people mm -hmm. so I want to kind of spread tap into that market yeah spread the love um, I don't think Ireland is ready for the hugging part but we can edge yeah. them in to, <laughs> yeah, to, to the coaching that's so funny now, but I think I think it would be amazing. So you need to keep us posted on that, please. So yeah, whatever movement you start doing, just let us know. Uh, in the meantime, obviously, Natasha, if people want to find out more about you and your work and your studio, where can they go? Where what should they follow? Uh, where are you most active? Um, I think Instagram I'm active um, on that and then on my website and you know, I think as I said, I'm starting to get more back back into social media and things like that but yeah just online and then I'm getting more involved in radio and like interactive things which I usually share so yeah, yeah. just all of the above but my website probably has the hub of everything yeah your website is um nrdinteriors.com or yeah the interiors nrd.com exactly okay just the interiors first yeah oh yeah the, the interiors fantastic yeah. lovely Natasha it's been so great I wish I could do this every week uh maybe when yeah. you when you start your coaching thing we can have like a coaching uh session that's weekly or something then we can always catch up with one another that would be lovely. absolutely and i want to interview you i want to interview you next i want to take over your site <gasps> oh that's so back. funny you know because uh yeah I, I because you're so, so interesting people, and you're I... doing so many amazing things and i think oh, like i really you. brushed upon like the magazine but you're so talented and like if i'm ever feeling tired i send you like an email and you're like back within 10 minutes and inspired <laughs> and I'm like wow she's such a firecracker oh you're, you're so amazing sweet. you're doing so you're Dubai um Brazil oh, London yes. Dublin probably everywhere <laughs> you're amazing thank you but uh, I'm inspired by people like you you I, you guys feed me all of this energy and and, and and I think it's fantastic all of these exchange that we 
we manage to to get from the association, the connections that we get from it, it's yeah. amazing. You are it's one amazing. of them that I, I really do cherish. So thank, thank you, you so, so much, much. Natasha. Thank you, thank you for today. Thank you for everything. People have no idea how how, how much chatting you've done on, on the background, but uh, guys, do follow Natasha. She's absolutely fantastic. Not only the interiors and stage inside, but uh, as a as a person as well. She's super bright and light and, and spreading the love really so <laughs> aren't you natasha that, that's oh, the really issue so, so guys do follow her natasha my lovely um we'll stay in touch if you have Absolutely. any news whatsoever do let us know because we are more than happy to always share and support uh but in the meantime i invite everyone to order the magazine and Absolutely. have a read yeah. yes and yeah thank you everyone for watching and natasha thank you so much very much and we'll okay. be in touch very soon have a lovely, have a lovely afternoon day. take have care you too bye. Bye. and thank bye. you to everyone to watch bye-bye thank you for listening for more information please visit www.homestaging.org.uk